Merry Christmas! Jingle bells are ringing! Ooh, Santa Claus is coming to town this week. I hope you've been good. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Is A Hot Dog A Sandwich. We will be doing a special Christmas episode. I hope you guys are snuggled up, you're warm, you're cosy, you've got a hot a cup of hot cocoa Ooh. and some tunes playing in the background. Yeah. Christmas is a wonderful, wonderful time of year. Magical uh, time. We're going to be talking our favourite songs, our favourite Christmas movies, games, traditions, delights. Mm-hmm. How are you doing today, Jay? I'm feeling very merry, very Christmassy. So, uh, you know, we've rec- we're, we're recording this a little bit before the release of Christmas. And I'm, I feel like with this, with this moment, I'm fully in the Christmas spirit. I'm feeling jolly and merry. I'm going to put on a big red suit and go, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, I'm feeling great. How are you? I'm fantastic. I feel like I should be wearing like my red hat, yeah. my red Santa hat and just be good to go but yeah it's a wonderful time of year um christmas i'm hoping for like a little bit of snow but once i've yeah. stopped working so <laughs> yeah. Relax um yeah i'm gonna be spending christmas with my mom so that's gonna, gonna be a great time um favorite christmas song should we go straight oh we've got to so christmas song for me now this is this is a a political topic Ooh. uh because one my brother is a music aficionado right yeah. and so we in the usually for Christmas mornings, we, me, my mum, and my brother will drive over to my grandparents' house, uh, and on the way we will have a Christmas playlist yes. that is either provided by my brother or by me. Mm. Now, ninety-nine percent of the time, it's, it's Sam, and then Sam will take uh, suggestions. <laughs> but if you suggest the wrong thing, you might as well be kicked out of the car. Okay. That's the kind of energy he's on. Mm. Well, I'm driving, so fortunately, I don't get the look anymore. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, every now and then I'll choose somebody and be like, no. And it just straight up, no. So, yeah, he is definitely a dictator when it comes to the music, the Christmas music. Um, so, is this going to be one of the ones that he vetoes? Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Let's see, this, this hopefully gets a check. So, there's there's one that's very close to my heart because of the, the connection I have to it. And that is the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. And that is a... It's... An old song, and Nat King Kong, Nat King Cole is uh, has a beautiful voice. But uh, the reason why I love it so much is because on the first of December, usually my mum would be out for work mm. uh, or go out to maybe do the first things for to, for starting Christmas off right. And during that time, me and my brother would set up Christmas in the house. Wow. She wouldn't know. We'd surprise her, and then she'd come home, and I'd always make sure the Christmas song by Nat King Cole <laughs> was playing. And so that has a special place in my heart, but it's not my favourite. My favorite is "Step Into Christmas" by Elton John. We were just listening to it. We were literally just because uh, I wanted to remember it. I wanted to get right into the zone. And uh, the, one of the reasons why is because it has the greatest Christmas lyric of all time, which is "Step Into Christmas, the admission is free." And the admission is free because Christmas is a wonderful time, which we all can enjoy. Great answer. Yeah. Great Thank sound. You. Thank you. Um, for me, I kind of alluded to it a bit earlier. I'm hoping for some some snow. Mm-hmm. It's got to be let it snow, let it Ooh. snow, let it snow. Um, I've, Frank Sinatra. Yeah, yeah. I think there's many covers of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also everywhere. Covers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there so many We've probably done a cover of it. Um, <laughs> snow is something that, for me, is synonymous with Christmas, even yeah. though we don't always get it in the UK. Mm-hmm. But all of the Christmas movies that I've really enjoyed have snow and they have this kind of... Uh, idea of comfort and safety and being sheltered from the outside world with your family around like a, a warm fire not that i've ever actually had a warm fire <laughs> but the radiators definitely be ticking yeah um and just feeling calm and comfortable and completely at ease um and this song 
um, in its kind of classical feel of it, it feels like the perfect Christmas song for me. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. It's it's uh, a classic. I don't know if I've ever had snow on Christmas. Have you? I can't remember ever having a snowy Christmas. I feel like the closest we've come is it snows in the morning, mm. but it never settles. No, never. Because it rained like the night before. Yeah, we got we yeah we got to sort this out. We got hopefully with the release of this podcast, whoever's listening and controls the weather. I don't know who it is. I'm not saying whatever it might be or what whoever it might be. Please give us some snow on Christmas Day. For sure. So we can sing that song. <laughs> we'll uh, next up is your favourite Christmas movie. Ooh. That's a big one. Yeah, some, some people are screaming right now. Die hard. Die hard. Get out die of hard. It. Get out Severus of it. Snape and all that. Right there. <laughs> <Severus>. <laughs> um, for me, it, it, got, it comes down to two. They're both kids movies, but they're just brilliant and they are movies that I consistently watch almost every single Christmas. Mm. Um, one of them was only introduced to me maybe four or five years ago at university. Um, just before we all went back to our kind of respective families, we watched Arthur Christmas together. Okay, um, cool, cool, On cool. Netflix. It's a great movie. It's kind of a little bit of a twist on the traditional kind of like Santa Claus. There's a whole... Um, it's called kind of modernized. He's got a super, a hyper modern ship that flies around the world at light speed. Yeah. Um, and Santa is coming closer to his retirement and we're deciding who should be the next Santa Claus and regaining and recapturing the Christmas spirit. Yeah. But the one that I'm going to settle on is um, the story of a young boy who gets yeah. left in a house. Yeah. And it is Home Alone, the real greatest action Christmas movie oh, of yeah. all time. Oh, yeah. Um, Kevin McAllister. Yeah, boys. Left alone for Christmas in his house. Mm. Um, people try to rob it and he takes them down. said, no way. Not in my house. <laughs> and you, you know what? I love that movie. One, because it's a stupendous movie. But two, because it, it created the question, who would win if uh, between Predator and Kevin McAllister <laughs> if Kevin McAllister had 48 hours to prepare? You know what? I don't know. I'm back in Big Kev. Yeah, for real. Macaulay Culkin in his prime <laughs> take on anybody in that role. I genuinely believe. And we might actually have to do a whole episode yeah. on questions like that because that in itself is a fantastic idea and yeah, magical. Do you think Kevin McAllister takes it personally? I think he takes it very personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, no, I love Chris. Uh, Home Alone is fantastic and Home Alone 2 is really good. Home Alone 3 is not great. Mm. But Home Alone 4 is a return to form. It's a return to form. It doesn't have... Uh, Macaulay Culkin in it it's a whole new house whole new family but the kids pick it up yeah, and like, those kids are crack shots as well mm-hmm. I've seen so many people get hit in the face by this yeah. and the other your car's rolling down the side just go and watch it you should have watched it by now yeah it's that, that home that home is the number one assault course I've ever seen in my life like <laughs> the, the handles are on fire your head gets burned what paint uh, cans flying around ridiculous glue on the floor it created a world of new chaos for parents yeah. across the globe yeah yeah, I don't even want to think about the damage that was caused. There might be a whole uh, a whole Facebook group and movement around stop home alone infecting the minds of our children. It's a dangerous, that's a dangerous inciting violence on the well on burglars. So it's not not the worst thing. Uh, no, I love home alone, and it, it brings good good memories for me and my family too. What's yours, uh, for me, so I was caught between two. Uh, one of them is they're both kids movie. It's Christmas, um, but one of them is a very very interesting kids movie. It was at the point where animation they didn't have it like this new style of computer generated animation as opposed to uh cartoons this very digital looking uh stuff Uh, so the faces are a little bit weird but the story is 
unmatched, and that is the Polar Express. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, man. I actually kind of, I thought you, when you said we're going for the, the kids one, I thought you were going for the Polar Express, because we've shared some good good sentiment around it. It's, Polar Express is fantastic. Tom Hanks just goes crazy, he plays like 35 roles, <laughs> plays plays the, the train conductor to Santa Claus, all of that. There are so many metaphors, coming of age story, if you believe. And it's one of me and my mum's most uh, special movies, because we used to watch it loads, and then one time for Christmas, she gifted me with a bell off of Santa's sleigh, which is what he gets given. That's incredible. And because the bell is all about belief, and it's real if you believe. And, you know, I'm sorry. I'm connected to that. Yeah. We all go and cry. Uh, so I love that. But my number one movie, because it brings more of my family together than just me and my mum, is The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. So The Santa Claus has... is The leading the lead uh, role is Santa Claus, played by Tim Allen, who oh, okay. also plays... Uh, I was about to say Woody, but no, he plays Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. So people should recognise the voice. Um, and what happens is one day he's just at home. He's a bit of a, gr- uh, a Grinch, right. a bit of a Scrooge. He doesn't like Christmas. He, you know, his, his son lives with his uh, ex-wife and okay. new, a new stepdad. And he kind of has a bit of a resentment about it, but he's okay. And he's, he kind of has a little bit of something to prove while also not believing in Christmas. So... While him and his kid, Charlie, are at home for a terrible Christmas, because he gets them every other Christmas, it's a terrible time. Like, they go to, I think, a Chinese restaurant for their Christmas meal. Oh, okay. So, like, stuff, that's yeah, how yeah. that, like, uh, <laughs> that would be like, oh, yeah, they couldn't run in my house, but some people would do it. Some people would do it. Um, but because he's a Scrooge, he doesn't really care. He's like, whatever, we'll go out for dinner. He also burned the turkey, I think. But anyway, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, he hears uh, rumbling on his roof. Ooh. He hears a noise such a clatter. Uh, and he goes... He goes outside and he sees somebody on his roof. It's Santa Claus. And he shouts at him. He says, hey, what are you doing up there? And in that moment, Santa Claus turns around and falls and hits the ground. And... Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just, we'll say no more. And, dis- and disappears. And then, um, and then he picks up the robe and puts yeah. it on. Does he go to a farm somewhere? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. The old Santa Claus goes to a farm. But then he puts the robe on. But what he doesn't know, in the very, very fine print of this little paper that's in the pocket of the robe, is the second you put the robe on... Yeah you assume the role of Santa Claus. And that is the Santa Claus of being Santa Claus. I've seen, yeah. yeah, You've seen it? Yeah. yeah, Yeah. So, hijinks and shoot. And I'm going to leave it at that. But it's me, it's my, I think it's my brother's favourite Christmas movie and all me, my mum and my brother watch it every Christmas and it brings wonderful times. And yeah, I love it. So you'll be ticking boxes this year. Oh, 100%, 100%. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make sure first of all, Santa Claus doesn't fall off a, a roof. That's the, that's the first thing for me. But yeah, uh, what's next on the list? Let's have a look. Carols. Carols. What is your favourite Christmas carol? Uh, my, my favourite Christmas carol is Carol Vorderman. Carol Vorderman! <laughs> Genius uh, woman. My actual favourite Christmas carol, <laughs> and I don't sing too many Christmas carols, but when I did, I used to be part of a choir at school. Ooh. And um, a very close friend of ours, I used to sing along with, I used to sing along with Henry. Hey. Um, and we would do a Christmas performance at the local church. And I remember specifically singing Silent Night and just having like a, a really connected feeling because the the, uh, the crowd, the audience got really involved into it. You're um, just such a good singer. I see you with the <laughs> vocals. I hear you every now and then. Um, <laughs> singing to the showers on Yeah. Um, and I just remember the feeling of connectedness. Yeah. Um, and Silent Night is an incredibly beautiful song. Um, that always, it, for, for me, it feels like it starts 
quiet and it finishes quiet and people are very kind of somber afterwards but you know you have experienced this connectiveness and you can go kind of back outside into the winter cold with a reassurance in your heart that everything is all right mm -hmm. no i like i like, I like a silent night it's definitely one that i sung in school yeah so good times uh my number one is the good king wenceslas oh. do you know that one good king wenceslas get down on his I feel like I only know the remix. Yeah. <laughs> uh, deep yeah. and crisp and even. That's, yeah. Is that the? Is that snow or is that pizza? <laughs> it could be both. <laughs> what about snow pizza? We started a whole new thing, <laughs> guys. We're we're ending the podcast forever. We are starting a snow pizza business, business around that song. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, the, one of the reasons why it's my favorite is maybe think for the opposite reason of of a lot of carols, which are quite slow. Is it's very bouncy mm. and. I have gone to many a carol singing and my attention is short as it is. And when there are slow songs, I tend to, to fade. But Good King Wenceslas is bopping. So <laughs> it gets me really focused. But also one of uh, my favourite Christmas movies is Love Actually. Oh, okay. And there's a moment when the Prime Minister is trying to find his the, the love of his life and he's going around knocking at this door because he knows she lives on this street but not what door and he goes around they're like oh you're the prime minister what are you doing here and he's like oh i'm singing carols and then he sings good king wins last and it's just a great it's a great moment so yeah it's happy it's bouncy and it, i'm connecting it to a good moment in movie history amazing yeah uh, next up on the list we have our favorite christmas tradition traditions oh, okay i feel like christmas day is full of traditions yeah um i know that some families they celebrate christmas a day early mm -hmm. um, particularly our friend our Ciao franco. Yes, franco um where they give the gifts on the 24th and then they actually spend time with family on the 25th so i think that's a really lovely tradition and one that we spoke about previously on the motivational moment yeah um my christmas tradition and i spoke about my morning christmas tradition so i'm gonna go to my afternoon we um we play games and we specifically wait until after all the food and presents are done and then we just make time like an hour two hours and each person has to pick a game that they then like digest the rules and explain to everyone else and then we all just get involved um and the outcome is initially to win yeah but afterwards it devolves into kind of some silliness and yeah. just enjoying it and being around everyone and, and appreciating everyone um and seeing what you can do with the game that makes it kind of fun or different um we often play um have to char yeah uh, which is a, a card game that was taught to us by an iranian friend mm -hmm. um as well as double if yes. you've ever played double it's like um snap on crack yeah yeah and it definitely finishes with a pop <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's some great wordplay thank you very much um so yeah <laughs> games and spending time with family nice really. i like that uh for me, there are, like you say, so many Christmas traditions. One of my new favourite ones that started is my mum has, she goes to a church up in central London mm -hmm. and I drive her up to go to midnight mass. So, you know, the, the roads on Christmas Eve at 11.30 at night are empty. They're completely empty. So drive up, driving up into Waterloo, uh, I drop her off. She goes to church and does her, the midnight mass prayer and I go and I sit by the river. And that's a, a wonderful tradition that's new and I hope that continues for a long time. But my favorite Christmas tradition is this thing where we do, which is called, we call them tree presents. Okay. So, Basically, in our family, we do a secret Santa uh, to keep it exciting and to, to, to make the presents we get focused on just one person. So everybody gets at least one, but it's all uh, focused. But then 
sometimes if somebody's feeling more generous and and uh, they want to they want to gift things to everyone, they will. Well, I say they. It's the tree. There will somehow, by the time Christmas uh, dinner comes around, there will be presents on the tree, like on the branches of the tree, uh, and they will be for everyone. And just at random moments, there are at least there have there's come a point where I think at one point there were four sets of Christmas tree presents where different people would like get get presents for everyone even though we do the secret santa thing and it's a constant endorphin rush throughout the day because you know we'll get to our grandparents in the morning we'll have morning food then we'll do our secret santa presents right so we'll do the big presents to everyone and then you know we'll have food and then after food first christmas tree presents and then the next thing second christmas tree presents and it's just endless it goes to like eight o'clock and that's when we get to the final set of presents and stuff so it's a wonderful thing because it's nameless so it's not about oh uh this person got this for me thank you so much it's more oh this is a sharing of love and usually it's books and it's things that you know help with life and things so yeah love love christmas tree presents and now penultimately we're moving on to our favorite christmas game now you spoke a minute ago about playing games as part of your tradition so what is it like what's what's number one because there are so many you, i almost want to go back to one that we've spoken about on the podcast before okay. because we introduced it to my parents very recently and i'm predicting that this is going to be the christmas game um because there is so much more kind of like theory crafting and it's also very fun it's very quick um, so whilst we play Half the Charm, we've also been playing, uh, not Bridge, but a similar game to Bridge. Um, but <laughs> um, the game is Exploding Kittens. And I think this yeah. is going to be the Christmas success. Endless fun. Um, we bought the expansion packs and yep. we're going to go crazy with it. Exploding Kittens is such a fun game and it also builds an incredible amount of tension. Um, there can only be one winner and you only know who's going to be the winner at the very end, which mm. is a game that I can appreciate. There's no one that just dominates the whole game and then uh, and then you then then just stop winning, which is quite, a, I feel like, a, a not a fun way to play the game if you can see the victory has already gone away from you, which is why Monopoly sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Monopoly catching strays out here. Monopoly Rightfully so. <laughs> so don't play Monopoly at Christmas unless yeah. you hate your family. Yeah, exactly. If you want if you want an angry Christmas, yeah. play Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Exploding Kisses for me. 100%. Um, if you pull uh, an exploding kitten, you blow up, or you can use your diffuse card to save yourself, mm. and that is the crux of the game. Yeah, exploding kittens is the perfect combination of tension, uh, cunning, malice, <laughs> playfulness. There are so many elements to it that add in being sneaky, being friendly, uh, being silly, not seeing what's going on. There are times when like. I've hidden exploding kittens right under the surface and people don't see it and they're like, oh no, I'm gone now. Uh, so no, it's great. It's, it's a wonderful game. I love it. Uh, that might be number one for me as well. We haven't played it as a full unit in, in my family. We've played it like on holidays when there might be like four or three of us. Uh, we've played it in smaller groups. So hopefully this year we can we can take it all out. And I think you, your mum and, and Carl have, they have, they have their own set. Yeah. So Cool. So might I might just get an expansion pack. Yeah, we might have to bring it down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, but no, the, the game for me uh, is, which has been a, a favorite for at least a decade, which is Trivial Pursuit. Okay. And the reason why I think Trivial Pursuit is my favorite is one, because it has so many elements. There's movie, there's culture, there's sports, there's history, there's uh, literature and stuff like that. And so it covers a vast array of topics. And my family is 
we have quite a vast age range and definitely a different knowledge knowledge set you know if you if it's a question about sports i'm i'm in it i'm in it you know but if it's a question about music like i said my brother he's an aficionado so he's all over it my mum will know anything that's happening from the early 1800s up until 1997 better than anyone else right that's the kind of setup we've got so it's very tense and so for for me i think it's it's a very even game okay anyone at any point can win in our family which is you know i like equality in a game where where there's not always a chance if we play music games my brother is always going to win there's regardless that that game is not is it doesn't matter whatever happens there if it's charades i'm going to win because i'm usually the only one who plays charades is a great game it's oh, so good that normally because we don't have there's only like three of us so yeah. you can't really play charades but charades is a fantastic we might have to play it when i come down for those few days yeah. I'd, I'd love to uh, to be involved in that Definitely. yeah um we're on to our final question and maybe the most important question of the day and that is what is your favorite christmas food you kick us off this time. Yeah. So this one, I hope my auntie is listening. Molly, I hope you're listening. I love you so much. My favorite Christmas food, and it's something that I only have at Christmas, mm-hmm. is stuffing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Stuffing is so good. And and my auntie makes it so nice. The first thing I ask, the first thing I ask the second we sit down to the table, because my auntie makes it, is how much stuffing do we have? Because <laughs> usually she puts it, she decorates it quite nicely. She puts it in this... um a glass uh, pot kind of thing and it's quite small and so I'm like if that's all we've got there's gonna be a riot (laughs) I don't know what's gonna happen but I'm gonna lose my mind because I love this stuff so much and usually she's like she's got three four boxes of the stuff don't worry there there is there is a pot outside ready to go straight in so it's all good Stuffing to take home. Literally, bag of stuffing. <laughs> I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna fill that. I'm gonna fill that fridge with stuffing. Get ready because we're gonna eat so much stuffing. And it's such a simple recipe, and it's so uh, easy to do. But my auntie does it so wonderfully. I love it. It goes with everything, especially when you pour the gravy on it and you got the potatoes and mm, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 hungry. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Um, but yes, Christmas stuffing. It's un- unbeatable for me. So I've spoken previously about breakfast, which is normally like pancakes, bacon, maple syrup, blueberry. I'm doing that this year, by fresh. Yeah, you should yeah. do that. Um, I've also spoken about my mum's mince pies with the brandy butter and everything. So I'm gonna, I'm spoiled for choice. This is this shows how fortunate I think I am as yeah. a human being. Yeah. Um, because I've got more. Um, <laughs> I love uh, my mum does an amazing uh, treacle tart, mm. um, which essentially is a like, like kind of a standard tart pastry, um, like a I'm trying to think like a short crust pastry, um, in which you have. Uh, essentially treacle soaked almost i think breadcrumbs um that is then baked off in the oven and it's just to die for it's incredibly sweet and mm. something that you can only eat a very small slice of unless i've done a lot of exercise today and then i've definitely earned a big slice but um big workout in the morning then yeah treacle tart just goes a long way and it feels like christmas yeah um yeah treacle tart yeah, sweet flavors are. There's something different when the, the air is cold outside. You know it's cold outside. You might have opened the window and be like, oh, "That is freezing." Mm. You're like having something warm and sweet and lovely. It, there's nothing like it. And there, it's so it's like it's so it's light, but it's it's got the right amount of stodge that you need. It's yeah, like your belly is warm, and it definitely puts me into a comatose state for a couple oh of hours. Oh my so gosh! No, I'm not doing a damn thing. That post Christmas movie. Oh. 
is the best moment. You're just sitting there on the sofa or the chair or whatever, watching whatever. Watch, usually it's High School Probably Musical sh- in my family. I was going to say Shrek 2. <laughs> yeah, Shrek always yeah. seems to be on at Christmas. Yeah. Uh, same with High School Musical. For some reason, BBC plays, I think, High School Musical and Shrek and those kind of stuff always. Yeah. And I love it. Uh, yeah. So that moment is brilliant. But something I've noticed about everything we've said here is the... And it's, it's a message that is shared in every Christmas movie, in every Christmas song, in everything Christmas, is... The magic of the things is the the time that we spend with other people enjoying them. I think, uh, you know, we're talking about the food we like is from people we love. The traditions we like are doing things with people we love. The movies we like are potentially connected to doing things with people we love. And that's so, so important. And it's something that I, I really, it's why I love Christmas so much is because we are brought together and there's a moment where we can just stop and come together. And I think that's a, a beautiful thing to be in the same space sharing the same moment in many places around the world that's a wonderful way to finish on the podcast mm-hmm. thank you very much for listening to us guys yeah. wherever you are Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Feliz Navidad Happy Holidays Happy Hanukkah yeah and, and Happy Kwanzaa Happy Kwanzaa yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wherever you are have, have, have a merry jolly time and be happy yeah. share moments with people you love please yeah.